Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here. 6.30 on the 11th of August. Had to look. (laughs) Losing track of days. Hope everything's well with you. Uh, Friday morning. Big project ahead of me today. We're going to uh, begin to paint the interior of our house. So, um. Figured I better better get to the podcast early. 6.30 is pretty early, at least for me. Some of you may be at work already. Or I know uh, there was a time in my life when I worked nights, and 6.30 was actually the end of the day. So whatever it is for you, I, I welcome you to do our little podcast. Uh, feel free to, to share the podcast with whoever you think might might benefit from it. I uh, I don't really advertise. Uh, you know, whoever needs to hear it will hear it. I don't um, make anything off of this either. So, you know, it's just a helpful way for me to express myself, and hopefully, a helpful way for uh, you to explore spirituality. Hopefully, it's one more tool for you on your spiritual journey. So, I want to get to our topic today. And our topic is the importance of understanding the false reality. I'm convinced, at least for me, that the f- one of the first most important things we must understand on our spiritual journey is that we have collectively, through our collective egos, we humans have collectively through our collective false selves, created a reality that is false, that does not reflect the best of who we are. It does not reflect our authenticity. Of course, our authenticity being, you know, loving, kind, generous, helpful, uh, people who build others up, not tear them down, who... Uh, see value in nature, see value in the in our fellow humans, see value and and sacredness in these things. That's not what the world is, and you know, I try not to talk in absolutes. That's for sure, but I'm pretty absolutely sure that that's pretty demonstrable. That we do not uh, think of the other a whole lot, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, that the world we've created in has become supremely acute in the past five, six, seven years uh, is a world of selfish uh, narcissism quite often. Now, not everyone, right? I mean, there's you're listening to this, and there are people who want a better world. And, and that's good. I mean, that's I think it's good that there are people who are decent, loving people, but... Uh, my question has always been, and, and a big part of my, my epiphany that, that brought about finding meaning has been, my question has been, why haven't the things that we identify as spiritual changed our world? You've heard me say that. 
But it's a question I think we have to keep at the front, the forefront of our, of our spiritual quest. Why hasn't the things, the, the ideas, the concepts, the institutions, the religions, the self-help, the, you know, the so-called positive things in our world changed our world? And, and there's an answer for that, by the way, and at least as I understand it, I'm going to share that answer with you. And here it is. Because the things we consider as spiritual or positive or helpful are really just derived from a false understanding of reality. In other words, we can't change the world through institutions that are about self-preservation. We can't change the world through <clears throat> people just improving their ego. And because we don't know, or we are ignorant for the most part, of there being the authentic self and the egoic self, you know, or the, the immature self and the true self, however you want to look at that, because we're not aware of that for the most part, or very few people are aware of it, we, we can't get in front of the things that, that really need to be solved. You know, beginning with things like self-improvement uh, or uh, changing the world, for that matter, right? Getting rid of things that we can get rid of. We have enough wealth in the world. We have enough resources in the world to get rid of hunger and poverty. Uh, we, we, can, we can stop. I mean, this is an old statistic, but I'll use it anyway. It's probably worse now. I don't know. But there was a time when 30,000 children died every day in this world of curable disease and starvation. We can stop that. That's, we have the resources to stop that. We just do. And every time I see online, people want to, you know, why should we help this person when we can help these people? Or why should we help that country when we can help ourselves? Or, what people don't understand is there is more than enough money and resources and time and talent and effort in this world to solve all these issues. But we don't. And the reason we don't is because we live in an illusion, an illusion that says that we should get ours first, that there are limited resources, that we should make a profit off helping other people, that we, we live in, in a reality that we've created, in an illusion that we've created, that will say things like the preservation of an institution is more important than helping other people. Or that we need to go back to the way things used to be. We, we were awash in sentimentality. Uh, and, and that's the reality that we've created. It's dualistic. It's, it, it pits people against each other. It says that one side's good and one side's bad. It, it says that profit over people is a, what's important. It, it says that, that 
we need to preserve our belief systems rather than actually care and have compassion for our fellow human being. That sounds harsh, doesn't it? And I think we need to name that, though. I think, I'm not sure we can even talk about spirituality, my friends, until we firmly understand that. That's just my opinion. But I, I, I think there's some truth there. We cannot know ourselves until we know that we are separated, we are lost, we are apart from ourselves. We are buried under a human history of false perception and false understanding about what it means to be human. And the things that we employ and deploy to change our world can't do it, obviously, because they haven't, because they themselves are filtered through or ensconced in this false perception. If you want to know, at least from my opinion, what the matrix is, I'm using air quotes, what the illusion is, what Maya is, it is that. It is that false notion that humans have to be separate from each other, separate from nature, that we have to uh, monetize everything, that there is a lack in this world, that there is, that that's the illusion. The illusion is that we are separate from each other and there is a lack. And so therefore we must monetize and, and profiteer. Even our spirituality. And, and then we sit around and we scratch our heads and we go, how did we get here? Well, my friends, we've always been here. We've always been stuck in this illusion. And <clears throat> I wondered for years myself, how, how could, or why wasn't my spirituality working? Why wasn't the thing that, that, why weren't the things that I was trying working as far as improving my life, the world around me, and, you know, one day I woke up as a part of this huge institution called the Christian Church. I was a professional in it. And it just occurred to me that that was, I don't want to use the word lie because I don't think there's an intention about, about being false. So I don't think it's a lie. I, I think it is a ignorant lack of understanding about what it means to be human that we have to place our divinity on another person or a superior being above us when in fact we're told the kingdom of heaven is within you. You can be the Buddha mind. You can be the Christ mind. You can be enlightened. You can, you can do this. The problem is we are so stuck in these prescribed notions of reality that we don't get there because we believe, we're convinced that the only way to get there is through this institution or that belief system or this political body 
or that scientific way of thinking or you know only academics can can really ponder this stuff or or there's a lack in the world and we have to get what's ours I mean all of this stuff is the illusion and that's for me anyway that's the first I think it's a I think it's a, an essential realization to spirituality from that I think we can inquire and this will probably be my next podcast if I can remember it we can <clears throat> we can then begin to say okay I got that you know we've created a false reality I think that's pretty demonstrably obvious I mean look at the world people starving people warring people at each other uh, violence, political violence in democracies. Okay, it's obviously there's something that doesn't work. So what does? And what does work? And what we are after, what we want to discover is our innate ability to love. That's really, <clears throat> for me, what the whole journey of spirituality is about. Excuse me. This innate ability to to be compassionate. This, this, if I may say so, this God-given or universe-given capacity that resides within us to resolve things through compassion, through healthy boundaries, through helping through seeing what the core issue really is, not picking our team colors, standing on our side of the room and yelling at the other team, regardless of what side you may be on. I'm convinced that spirituality is uncovering that innate, universe-given ability we are born with to see the world through the eyes of wonder and hope and love. All right, friends, thanks for your time. I will uh, give one tomorrow morning, hopefully. Of course, it is the weekend. I don't worry about it on the weekend very much because not many people listen, but uh, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go uh, paint some house. <laughs> Take care, my friends. I'll probably talk to you oh, sometime this weekend or Monday. Take care. Peace.